gonna make him an offer, Captain. Chuckleheads, uh, if you watched part one, you know that we have come to the point of Coach Hager and the alumni that reached out and said, you should put your name in for this. Yep. Um, I am Carlo Guadagnino, this is Dingo Talk, Coach Nick Hager, the head men's basketball coach here at Bethany College. Um, so it's, so the alumni reaches out to you, you yeah. put your name in. alumni reaches out, um, it was, I think, early July 2015. Um, I was, yeah, I was at Juniata, summer, you know, summertime, actually getting out recruiting, um, and then uh, applied, got, you know, got the phone call, uh, did the phone interview, um, went through that process, um, and then uh, two days later, got the uh, call to come on campus, and was, the timing was, uh, my brother, or brother, actually uh, had a, a surprise wedding reception up in Boston that weekend before, I was supposed to be at Bethany, I think. Uh, like that following Tuesday for the on-campus interview, maybe Wednesday, and then uh, I was up in Boston the weekend before with uh, the alumni that we that, we, that I mentioned. So, um, but uh, yeah, and then from there was you know I think there was a good um, I think it was a good day. Uh, I think Sanson talked a little bit about on his, but uh, yeah, uh, Brian Rose, the AD at the time, you know, put you through the ringer. It was a it was a long day, long day, a lot of you know, a lot of meetings, a lot of conversations. Um, it was all good though. I mean, you could tell like talking with um, you know the people on the committee, uh, Jan Forsty. Um, is she? You're beating me. You can't do this. You at least give <laughs> me like a. Well, I'm, I know I'm you talking, watched. I'm, talk, the, I'm talking through it. Though, like. I know you watched the last show, but you at least got to let me ask who was on the committee. Did you meet the players? Sorry, sorry. Okay, who was on the committee, and then who was who? Did you meet with the players? Those are their questions. Yeah. Like so since, since it was the summertime, um, there were a few of the returning basketball players on campus. Uh, Liam Davis was one. Jerron Athey was another. They were so- going to be sophomores uh, that following year. Um, so it was, it was good. It was good to sit down and talk with them. They asked you know, a lot of questions about, you know, you know, how things, what would it be like, you know, if I came in as a head coach as far as, you know, program-wise, offensively, and then uh, kind of gave me a chance to talk about the academics as well. So it was good, really informative. Them. They, they're great kids and, you know, turned out to be really good players as well. So it was, uh, it was a good uh, good experience for them. Now who, so you said Jan was on the committee. I mean, yep. and obviously, I mean, Jan might as, be, might as well be, Boomer the Bison. Right, yeah. The, you know, um, you're talking Bethany College Athletics. That's yep. our terror and uh, um, football coach that, that uh, just passed. Uh, uh, Bob Gorn. Bob Gorn. So, I mean, when you're talking the Bethany Athletics, there's your two. Yep. And J.C. Cunningham, we can't forget can't be, can't be Coach J. Cunningham, J. but there's your there's your Mount Rushmore of... So, Jan's on your committee. Jan, uh, I believe... Um, 
Courtney Klein was also on the volleyball coach. Uh, Carver, the baseball coach at the time, and then Garvey was there as well. And then uh, the faculty rep, um, can't think of his name right now off the top of my head. But would it have been at that time, would have been maybe Andrew Fletcher? What, was it Fletcher? Okay. Um, but uh, yeah, well, I mean, it was a good committee. I mean, obviously, got got a lot of questions about the academics, how to handle, um, you know, not only you know on the course up, but in the classroom, and how do we, you know, kind of what my approach was for that. So, and you know, really gave me a chance to kind of talk about my experiences and everything, both undergrad and graduate, and then um, you know, as an assistant. So, uh, but it's funny, like the, you know, things, you know, the timing and everything, but like. The AD and like some of the coaches at the time remembered whenever we played at Bethany, whenever Virginia played. They remember so you a little bit. They remember that well. They've seen like what teams, you know, what that I've been a part of, like what it looks like. So mm-hmm. um, I think they're excited about that, you know, aspect of it as well. And um, but yeah, I think you know we've you know in the past five years done a pretty good job with you know the academic side of it and then also the athletic side too. So so let's let's go before we talk about the twenty. 20- the class of fall of 2020 mm-hmm. that I think you're still working on. As yep. you said, it's still, yep. active, it's still an active class. Um, let's talk about that academic side. Like if there's a parent or a recruit yep. out there, what is the academic side of coming to Bethany for, for a basketball player? Like what's well, the day in the life of a... Day in the life, I mean, and actually, you know, there was a video that got made. Uh, one of our uh, sophomores, going to be juniors next year, uh, Khalil Wilson, he had it. Unbelievable course load. I think 18 credits, full course load. Um, you know, in season, he was getting up. You know, classes. Uh, you know, I think three three days a week, he would go to class at eight and then not be done until two or two thirty, um, and have like a 15 minute break for lunch or that half hour break and then home until thirty, and then go to practice. Um, so there are like, if you're going to be true student athlete and like, you know, pay attention to your academics, like, yeah, you're going to have some some days like that. So. But, you know, with Bethany being, Bethany, like, you know, the uh, supportive atmosphere with uh, um, the tutors and the academic support, um, of course, the coaching staff, um, you know, we really try to give you as much support as you need, um, you know, as a, as a newcomer, especially those first-year guys. Because, I mean, as you it's know, a trend, it's a transition. not only athletically, but academically, um, which, you know, hey, if, you know, something worked in high school for you and you, you know, were, you know, a 3-5 to 4 student, great, but... It may not work in college. So what we try to do, I mean, we, we use um, study halls, and we actually call it academic improvement. Um, so we use uh, a lot of time management skills and try to give you some information of different ways to approach things. Just Well, and the, I mean, with the Learning Center here, here right. at Bethany College with the McCann Learning Center, you have, I mean, Heather Taylor is as phenomenal as it comes right. when yep. you talk about the individual, how can we help you succeed yep. here. Yep, definitely. Um, and she has an amazing staff. Yep, um, and I recommend anybody that hasn't, if you're if you're a Bethany College student or if you're a recruit coming in yep. and you haven't met Heather Taylor or gone to the Learning Center, that's yep. definitely a place. And yeah, it's it one of those unique things of Bethany College that yep. if you're not a strong writer, there's a part that is yep. just the writing definitely. center. Definitely. If you need maybe a little help in math or whatever it is, it, and these are the tools that, as a Bethany student, you get the opportunity. Absolutely. Um, and that's where I'm in. You mentioned Heather. I mean, she's been on some, uh, you know, recently because we haven't been able to have visits on campus. Uh, she's been on some uh, some calls with recruits and just been able to step in and talk about what she brings to it. And it's kind of saying the same thing that my, me and my staff have been saying, but it's coming from her directly. So it carries a little bit differently. And, I mean, she's... 
Jesus, I, I, I've been here for what I said. It, I said about ten years. You know, this August it might be coming up on a, on that. Uh, but in that in that time, I mean, she's been. I, I think the Bison Backer Award might yeah. as well be well, named the. It, it, it is the Heather Taylor Award now Taylor because yeah. I mean she she that that is her thing. She yeah. is the. When you talk about the epitome of what Bethany College, the, the full experience, if you're looking for that, how do you define it? Right. The student, the alumni aspect, the gates, the, the being a Bethanian. Yep. I, I think that you have to look at Heather Taylor, and, and, and it's right. just that that is the model of if you if you're in that profession and you get the chance to come back to Bethany. I mean, right. I, I imagine she loves she has to love that. Yeah, it's, and she's home. It's a right, and I, and I think you know the relationships. You know, I mentioned it before, but like the relationships you can build at, in a college atmosphere. Well, you're you're senior this year. Eight now is one. That's that's the one so, to yeah, go to. The, the comps, you know, we, they weren't able to take the comprehensive exams on campus. Um, he had to take his at his house. Um, he's up in Saxonburg, PA, and that's not anywhere that's, close to Bethany, West Virginia. No, so, no, but, it's not. Uh, you know, yeah, I think he had his call at. Maybe eight in the morning, or not started at eight in the morning. I want to say he was somewhere in there because yeah. the video wasn't. Was I mean the video from him of of her surprising him? Yeah, I, I want to say it was up at like ten ten yeah. thirty. Maybe I mean yeah, the she, fact that she was there. Yeah, like, she drove up and was there. She because she was on his uh, committee and she was doing it from her from her car. Like so in, she, in, his, in his driveway. She's in the. I see. I didn't get the full story. I haven't talked to Aiden. Um, I had to pause there because Aiden and I have we have a history with each other okay. from this past year. Where just a, just an interesting fellow he is. That's all I'm going to leave that at. But um, yes, the, the seeing the video and I didn't know. So she was she he took his comps sitting in his living room, bedroom, wherever. Yep. His orals and she's sitting in his driveway. Yep. On his panel as but not. At home, she's not here. Yeah, wasn't here. She was at his driveway, went ready to uh, congratulate him as he walked out because he had family and stuff there outside. And you know, as the you know the comps you know celebrations go, so it was uh, it was cool. I mean, it was, and that's where you know Aiden was you know part of the uh, you know the first class that I recruited here. You know, him and uh, Trey Shiflett. Um, so that's uh, it's cool, cool to see that kind of you know those kind of relationships, not only with. You know the athletic side, but with the academics and you know, the Bethany community. So again, building to the the class, um, some of the players that you've had the opportunity mm-hmm. to coach, um, Khalid Jones, um, and Khalid's the first one that comes to mind just because it's fun. It's fun to watch. Lee, uh, it's fun, fun to coach. And and, and um, Malik, who yeah. now does, I mean, his photography and, and the angles off. that he. I mean, he he he's probably as creative as I like, come, you know, with with what he does with the video and everything. And he was a he was no like scrub when it came to basketball. He was a, no. he was a phenomenal basketball player, yep. and hard worker, great athlete, great. I mean, and you can say like you, you know his abilities and everything, but him as a person, it's my gosh. I mean, he's I mean he's the epitome. Twenty out of ten. Well, yeah, that's what we're trying to get every time with when we recruit. And Kalik the same way. Mm-hmm. Twenty out of ten. I mean, they're just Rudolph. Yeah. As you and I mean that was a guy that yeah. I, I there's just I can remember PAC defenses are probably really happy that that 
mid-range pull-up jumper that he yep. had is gone yeah. right now from well, specifically his mid-range jumper because right. it was a I'm going. Mm. No, and I Sorry. got to tell a story. So it was my first year uh, here. We we have uh, we were in a shell drill. You know, shell drill. So we do four on six, or we have four on the perimeter. So it's four on four, um, and then we have two guys in the corners, and they're unguarded. So you know, the whole idea is you pass to the corner. You know, you pause for a second. Defense needs to adjust, and then the corner drives and. Um, you know, needs to rotate over, you know, help across, rotate down. And the guy helping across didn't rotate quick enough. And Tone got a little, got two steps on him and crushed it on him. I had, like, I, I, I wasn't used to that. So <laughs> I, I, I kind of, like, just turned away. I, it's I, the I, basketball I, mentality. I couldn't, I couldn't do anything but smile. And, like, the guys knew it, too. And we had to kind of, you know, regroup a little bit after that. But I told him, well, guys, I'm not used to, you know, seeing that, that well, happen. And, so. and there's a dunk that I have to bring up, and I think you know exactly which one it's going to be. There's a guy from your neck of the woods, I think. Oh, well, he's from Olsh. Mm-hmm. Nick Metz. The, oh, the, the yammer that he he threw down. I mean. Oh, senior night, I, I believe. And senior night, Aiden Albert. There they, we got a rebound outlet, and Aiden had it up ahead. Just dropped it off to him, and Metz goes up. And, and Leak. Malik had himself a, the, probably the dunk of the year that year. Yeah, and I. Yeah, that was at Waynesburg. Um, and man, close it was a sweet to do against game. that. Yeah, close game and, you know, get up pressure a little bit. Um, yeah, Malik just, you know, picked the guy's pocket, went down, and the guy tried to jump with him. And <laughs> that was a mistake. That was not a good good call there. But, uh, He'll forever be enshrined yeah, in the highlight. I, I, think the, I think the best thing was uh, the uh, – not only our guys' reactions that were on the court, the student the section, student section at Waynesburg, because <laughs> there are a couple guys that kind of got up and they just like Ooh. looked like where'd this come from, and then the the looks of the guys on the bench too. So that was, uh, and it's always good to do that against Waynesburg as a Bethany person. Uh, Absolutely, no insult to Waynesburg, no, but it's no, no, always no, a no, pleasure no. to to get that that yeah. for that burnt orange thing that they wear. <laughs> um, Trust my guys and want them to figure it out. Exactly. They'll figure it out. But, but go ahead. But so, sometimes you need to. So, but um, uh, where, where was I going? Uh, the Nuggets from your dad. Yeah. So you know he was he's been coaching for you know, coach for a long time and he was around when you know John Wooden was still possible. Mm-hmm. He would go to his uh, his clinics and you know one of the first uh, clinics he went to with him was um, uh, he caught him right before he went in. You know, had him like autograph his book and everything and. Great, I mean, really nice guy. From what my dad said, you're like, hey, like, what's your name? Like, you know, who my one statue, wanted to right, right, Watches. and like, just said, okay, like, you know, thank you for taking your interest in this book. Like, best wishes, Coach Hager. And, um, and then went in, and like, one of the first questions he asked was, you know, so we got a lot of co- like high school coaches, college coaches, like, who all here like spends the majority of their you know practices on defense? Everyone's hand shot up. And he's like, I want to play you guys every single night. Because, because I mean, we, you need to work on offense. You need, you need to you need to work on putting the ball in the basket, and you can you can figure out the defense stuff, but you really need to spend the majority of your time on offense. So, which goes to so what's a day in the life of practice? Because you and I talked about a little bit on the yeah. uh, you are a as a player. Yeah, you were. I I defensive. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, you were you were. 
I'm not going to say you weren't successful offensively, either. right? But defensively was where you, I yeah. So I was on a college team, high school. I, I mean, I, I scored. Yeah, I, I defended too, but you know, college is where, of course, you can get there. Like, hey, yeah, you're the best player from your program, but you're also playing with guys from the best players from their programs. Not <laughs> where I'm going with this before. <laughs> you know, geez, you know, defensively, it's there, right? But offensively, in, in, in at the time, District 10, the, well, what, what, it still would have been District 10. Yeah, right? okay. So District 10, you're, you're, you're a school. Yeah. And you get, to, you get to college, and it's one of those realizations of, I can score, yeah. but I'm more useful and molding as a, as yeah. a player than it was. Right. And the, the coach, you know, Greg Curley, who I played for, he, you know, valued the guys who could defend. If you can't defend, you can't play. So that's where, you know, I'm like, okay, well, I can, I'm kind of bigger guard. I can guard, you know, one through three, four maybe, but um, really bought into that. And plus I had, you know, guys you know, around me that could score. You know, Craig Biller was a senior when I was a freshman. Um, he, you know, Bills was a 6-1 guard, could just shoot, you know, could just light it up. But then, I mean, I played with, you know, a couple other guys. One played with the Hall of Famer. Um, it was Brian Cannon from Falston, Maryland. Um, he's got in the Hall of Fame last year, but scored 1,500 points, and you know, he was a 6'4", could stretch out to the perimeter, and then a couple other guards that could really score it. So, um, yeah, we needed you – know, I, I like defense. I don't know. And Curly did a good job you know, teaching it too, you know, just at different angles and everything. And So when, when you got guys – when you're recruiting a guy, mm -hmm. obviously offense, you need guys that can score. Yeah, are you are you as a coach. Are you looking for the guy that wants to nitty gritty kind of lock up, maybe full court I mean, guy? Yeah, or? if they like, if they have the ability to. I mean, not so much. That, I mean, yeah, of course they have to care about defense. My God, yeah. Uh, but you know, you can. I feel like you can teach defense. You, and, you know, if you have the athletic ability to, and if you're strong, you can you know beat guys to spots and quick and all that. So. Um, Antonio Rudolph, if he can get you to, if he can get a step on you, it's yeah. So I mean, <laughs> he's gonna, but like you know, yeah. I mean, I mean, go down the list like we did earlier. I mean, yeah. Some, some of those guys can do things on the offensive end, and then and their defensive game was great. Was yeah. Was good too. Great. I right. mean, depending. Right. And you know, it's so yeah. Going back to your question about the recruiting, yeah. I mean, I definitely look for guys that can that can score and know how to score and you know shooters and everything. But you know, obviously if you're just following your guy around on defense. You don't really know what you're doing. That's why, like, whenever McConnell was coaching the boys at Shark Valley, I always made sure I could recruit at least one, try to recruit at least one guy there because I knew what kind of player we were getting. And, I mean, it was – that's I think that's been true for, you know, since he's been there. And now it's the same – it's the, the same girls, yeah. stat on the other way. Yeah, yeah. So, you I mean, know, it, and I didn't want to give – I didn't want to give Coach Sampson – you know he's the he's the head coach. I don't want to tell him how to do it. But if I was if I was recruiting Chargers Valley's women at this point, I'd be looking at his bench. Yeah. Anybody that's in our, I mean, because Jesus, he's got he's got the Page twins sitting down there. Obviously, they're phenomenal. He had his daughter that was phenomenal. He's got a sophomore on that team that's been signed to Duquesne yeah. for kind of his son esque type deal. Yeah. Um. But I, you know, my dad. We do recruit Whitfield. It's yeah. just there's a lot of there's, places in between. There are, there are. It's um, 
Yeah, I mean, it's uh, you know, got to grind it out and try to you know, get the right fit and everything. So, and it, it's it, it, it's tough because it's not it's not just in between here. There's not just the division division three schools. Right. You're not just talking about competing with St. Vincent from the Westmoreland County yeah. and the W and J and Waynesburg from Washington County, but you're also competing with Teal, Crab City, Westminster. Um, IUP, I know coming from Plum, a lot of kids from that IUP side of town Cal, go to, yeah, yeah. and a lot of kids from this side of town, Cal U is the, mm-hmm. it's the same thing. Yeah. You know, it's just, it's right up, for me, it was 286. You're right up, right up Golden, Golden Mile Highway, yeah. you come right into IUP. Yep. If you're coming from Washington or you're coming from anywhere on 70, mm-hmm. Cal U is your, is kind of your right there. Yeah. If you're up by, like, your area, I'm sure. Slippery Rock, Clarion, Edinburgh, Gannon. I mean, you got you got what Laroche, you know, Robinson. And and Laroche is, I mean, especially for men. Now, I can't remember. I know there was a coach there that there was there was a tragic. Yeah, he. Were you already here, or was were you still as it would have been before I got here? Okay, because Bethany did play Mm -hmm. Laroche. That year, yeah. I had a guy that I went to high school with, Neil McCown. He played for LaRoche at the time. Mm-hmm. I just and I happened to it was a Christmas break thing. I happened yeah, to go to. They played him at a. a I want to say it was a Carnegie Mellon Christmas tournament, but it was right after. Like yeah, they have. Um, and that was a. It, it it was amazing what that team had done yeah. surrounding him, and, and and I I feel terrible that I can't I can't pull his name yeah. right off the top of my head. But so LaRoche is a program that I, I really I, I did want to Carnegie Mellon's another one mm-hmm. case. We talked with Coach Sampson about how you know Thomas Moore left the conference. Mm-hmm. You case and Carnegie Mellon for sure. Football. Yep. Why aren't they in the conference for the other programs? Uh, they're in the UAA for, for the other programs. So But that's a, no, that's that, a lot of travel for it is, it is and I think the I think a lot of it has to do with uh, the academic uh, approach to it. Um, Hierarchy. I mean, Case and Case and Carnegie Mellon are they're they're engineers. Yeah, they're, they're yep. Yeah, it's just a, it's, a, it's a different um, it's a different academic level. Um, but yeah, I mean, and who knows with this pandemic? I mean, we may be seeing one if not, one if not both of them. You know, because that. I would be surprised if the you know, UAA disbands for for a year you know, for the reasons of the travel, travel is just travel ridiculous. restrictions and you know they're not going to be driving you know flying down to uh, to Emory and you know Wash U and everything that's you know, doesn't make any sense. So I don't know. Like I mean, we talked about before. Who knows what's going to happen with, with our season? Because we still got to find out what's going to happen with the fall and everything. But um, yeah, I don't know. And I I mean and the head coach of Case I know really well, Todd McGinnis. Graduate of Bethany, graduated in 2002 as part of that that championship team. Which um, you have some connection to that championship team, don't you? Some somewhere in there. Oh, or, my okay. yeah, my uh, my older brother Nate, uh, he was the GA uh, with uh, Rob Clune. Huh. Year, so 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 the Bethany thing just just happened, kind of right. Yeah, like, there's a little connection. It took a little while to come back around, but yeah, maybe to Bethany. So. And for anybody out there that's not a Bethany Bison. Just know somebody in your family probably at one time either stopped at Bubba's or drove through Bethany and blinked and didn't see it or 
But at the same time, they probably had a great time if they were here. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's so, Coach. On that note, um, is there a lasting thing you want to leave with the uh, any recruits, alumni, or anything? Just a message from the program. And uh, can I ask you before we you answer that question to end the show? Are you okay with as we get closer to the season, maybe doing another show where you kind of preview what's coming and bring maybe team captain or whoever Absolutely. we'll bring them on and we'll maybe do a show with you and then a show with them we'll do the two parts as first part you second part absolutely and just i gotta throw this one out there too steve i know you're on vacation but i did ask in the last show so i'm going to keep pushing it we're going to not just do this for the coaches i want to introduce everybody to the athletic department as well which includes megan mike yeah. Erica and Steve. I yeah. feel like it's terrible if I only interview the coaches and don't interview the guys. Yeah, no, they, the, the support staff has done an unbelievable job this past year. Um, you know, with, with Steve coming on board uh, almost two years ago, next month, uh, Megan coming on board last year. Mike. Uh, Mike. I mean, Mike's been awesome. He's uh, everywhere. I Every time I'm somewhere yeah. on campus, he seems to be there. Like, yeah, so, I mean, they've been great additions and Again, I think really have you know, reignited the, you know, that, that that Bethany flame you know, to get things you know, excited again around here. So looking forward to it. 2020-2021 goal. Well, I, I mean, we have goals every year. Um, we we talk about it as a team, um, but you know, pretty much you know, goals year in year out. Um, you know, basically, I mean, become the best team you can, uh, no matter what happens don't be content you know with, with what what's happened you know the day before the game before practice before you know don't be content um yeah i mean we're you know trying to you know put together a team that can you know be championship caliber you know we talk about the you know the championship process which is something you know i've been a part of and, and talked about with you know over the past what 10 years now and you know being a coach um you know we got to uh, got to achieve that got to get to that point so and I have one more question popping in my <laughs> sure. head. It, it just because you, you the, what you said there. Um, so, best victory as Bethany head coach and toughest loss. What would they be? Oh, I have you know. See, I'm trying to grow the show, so I gotta I gotta start coming with questions now. No, no, that's that's good. I mean, those are. I mean, the honestly, what, I'll be honest when the, the you said the. Best victory and the toughest loss. I mean, they would have to have both happened at Thomas More. Um, I know which one the toughest loss. Toughest is. loss, yeah. I mean, conference championship game. That was. Uh, I mean, that that's up there. Uh, it's you know definitely you know we had a great team that year. Great, you know, one through fifteen. Um, and then even the year before, we lost to them at our place on the conference semifinals. Um, we had a you know, great team with you know Tony Rudolph and Javante. Trujillo were uh, seniors that year, so um, yeah, those two come to mind. There are others. I mean, they're all tough to be honest, but those two first, I kind of popped into my head. Then the the win, I, I would say, at Thomas More, my first year was uh, that Wednesday night. We were talking about it off camera. Um, it was five a, and a half hours, six hour drive. Yeah, I mean, it was a, it was a Wednesday night game, and um, we won in double overtime, um, which kind of propelled that season a little yeah, bit more. It, it was. Um, it was great. I mean, guys. I mean, obviously, I mean, they, they had a really good team, and um, you know, we we hit some adversity there through the game. But 
guys, guys played their butts off, and uh, it was it was fun. That, was, that, that made the ride back so much better. <laughs> there you go. So yeah, that's a, and, uh, and that's we talked about. We talked to Coach Hanson about it. I mean, that was I, I I didn't ask you because we know that it's 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 a two sided story that we're never really going to get right. But it definitely made it a little nicer driving yeah. that way, the whole way back, and yeah, and, and you know, the, got one in the pocket. And absolutely, and you know, the first things we said when we got back, like, guys, enjoy this, but don't enjoy it too long because you guys better get to class, in, you know, in the morning. Yeah, because I'm saying this to these guys at three thirty in the morning, <laughs> and they probably have some of them so may we, have eight a.m. Oh, and, we, we have their class schedule, so we knew which guys were you know should have been in class. So, but uh, no, and that's you know. You know, to wrap it all up, I mean, I'm proud of our guys, both current and past, um, true you know, student-athletes. Definitely took advantage of everything they had here um, as far as our location, which one of our alums say, like, you know, hey, you don't have much to do here, you know, outside of yeah, the weekends, whatever, but you can really focus on becoming the best person, best, best overall complete student-athlete you can be. Um, you really focus on those things, and you got people that care about you and you know want to help. So, um, but yeah, this has been fun, man. This has been Coach, fun. I appreciate it. I appreciate you having you on. Absolutely. I can't wait for the preseason. I know. Um, I know. We're, I'll be up there, you know, regular season. I know you're coaching. You know, you're looking around, but notice, notice I didn't take the jacket off either. It's hot. It's, it's very warm in here. We're both we're I, both struggling. I don't, uh, I don't take the jacket off during but, the games either. So. <laughs> All right. Well, since you brought that one up, I got to say that that might be a slight difference from your counterpart, who, when his jacket went as a broadcaster at the time, you knew that at least you were going to get some get some yeah. other excitement other than Delonte and and some other people doing <laughs> things that they they not only hurt you on the floor, but then Sax was just he was brutal. He was a great man, but he man he was he he was Ron Richards. Tim McConnell, those type of it, Bobby Knight type fiery, guys, yeah. fiery yeah. very emotional, um, and that is one thing I will say. You are very mild mannered, and 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 I've seen a couple times where there's that there's that wander out there, and it's not so much words that come out, but there's definitely a look comes from Nick Hager to the officials that go, but yeah, that's and. I, Again, just assuming as a fan from up above, but I'm, I'm assuming things in your head are really. That's the uh, yeah. so. And I will throw out there, you know, I think Samson is beating me in technicals. <laughs> and then my assistant this past year had more technicals than I did. So actually, before we end this, I have to tell. But I have to talk about that game because I almost got a technical. I almost got in trouble that game. What'd you do? I was sitting behind the scorer's table. Your assistant gets a technical, and I looked at the ref and went, "When did it become a technical foul to ask a question?" And he yeah. walked clear across the floor yeah. and looked at me and went, "You have something to say?" And I said, "I didn't think I stuttered. I asked you a simple question. All that guy did was ask a question. You gave him a technical. Can you justify that?" And uh, I don't. I'm not going to say that anybody at the college told me that I should stop, but there were some people at the scorer's table that definitely gave me one of those. Uh, yeah. Appreciate you as a alumni, but maybe you should calm down a little bit. Hey, man, right? And I was probably a little louder than I probably should have been, but it happens. Yeah. It happens. It's, it's that it's, it's yeah. the great and white process. Absolutely, so, uh, Absolutely. well, 
this was Coach Nick Hader. He's already agreed to be back, which means that I am now going to put out the question to all the three coaches that we've had on the show before. You were all, I'm also asking if maybe we could bring you guys back. And Steve, the interview for you and the athletic department is still out there. And I definitely want a phone call when Noon Hoops comes because I need to I need to get myself in a little bit of shape. And I miss playing basketball a little bit. Absolutely. So we'll get you out there. Um, this has been Dingo Talk. I am Carla Guadagnino. Coach Hager, thank you very much. And uh, we'll be back next week. Just don't come near me. Get out my way. Put some bins all on your head like Jason Terry. Whoa. Rich and Millie, cause a Lambo. Known to keep the better on commando. Every time I'm in my trap, I move like Rambo. Ain't a neighborhood in Philly that I can't go. For real. She said, oh, you rich, rich. I graduated, call me Big Fish. I got Lori Hurry on my wish list. That's the only thing I want for Christmas. Uh, I been had my way out here, yeah, no, that's facts. You ain't living that you said, yeah, we know that's cat. You ain't got the ass in when you see me, no, I'm straight. DTOVO, we back again, we going back. Just a little 10 piece for it, just to blow it in the mall. Doesn't mean still going bad on them anyway. Saw you last night, but did it broad day.